podcast series and with me today I have the crew from Dash Media. I've often said that these guys are the best of the best in the Northern Territory um, and that's because I've always said that they're recognised by Google but uh, I'm sure the boys will tell us a little bit about that. So with me today I've got the boys, that is Headley Swan. Hello. And I've got with me Jonathan Haslett. G'day. And last but not least, the man from Better Business Habits, Jason Carney. How's it going? Good, good, good. Look, um, thanks guys for joining me today. I wanted to talk in particular about website design and where the web is involved in taking businesses, particularly over the next 10 years. Hmm. So if I could um, hand it over to you guys, Headley. Sure. Uh, So I guess when you're talking about business uh, over the next 10 years, a lot of uh, clients, when they come to us and they're thinking about, well, how do I reach my customers online? What's the next steps? Because a lot of them have been operating for so long through traditional media. You know, they've been using things like newspaper ads, television, radio, all that sort of stuff. You know, the the phone book, that's how they've been getting clients uh, during their their tenure in business. And what we're starting to see is that a lot of those clients are asking the question, well, I'm not getting the return on investment I used to from uh, those traditional marketing methods. Where are my customers? You know, if they're not on those platforms, where have they gone? And so I guess the, what we do here at Dash Media is really we answer that question that if you believe that online marketing is going to be important to your business over the next 10 years, then you know you need to be talking to us about implementing some sort of strategy for that. Beautiful. You said um, you said the phone the phone book is is the phone book dead? <laughs> <laughs> no, I never. I wouldn't. I would never call it dead. It's not the sort of thing where you know over overnight it's just going to disappear. It's just. Uh, I think it's in a state of flux. It's something that's evolving. You know, if you even talk to people who are in that industry who are part of running uh, yellow pages or local directories or things like that. Uh, they're moving into a lot more online stuff. It's about, it's not about you know print versus digital. It's about how does print work with digital? Because you know customers are still using print. St- people still watch TV by the droves. They still listen to radio. Yeah. There's still letterbox drops of flyers, and the phone book is still effective. It's just about what's the next step after that? Where do I go once I've been exposed to that form of advertising? And the answer, Peter, is online. Perfect. Thanks, Headley. So, Jonathan, what's your take on the future of online marketing versus print? Okay, Peter, one of the big opportunities that's come along with online marketing um, is the ability to record and measure what your clients are doing and when they actually go from being someone interested in your business to when they go to becoming a customer. Um, Whether that's buying something online or contacting your business, or you know, looking at your products or services on your website. One of the ways that traditional marketing and online marketing can really work together is turning the digital stuff into the endpoint, the place where the rubber hits the road and uh, people actually make the money. And traditional advertising can raise awareness and lead people into that sales funnel that happens online. A great example, you know, you've probably heard those ads on the radio where they talk about running radio ads to drive traffic to your website. Um, that's a real thing. Uh, you hear about the business and you've got that brand awareness from being exposed to other forms of advertising. And then when you hit the website, it's really important that the website takes that customer 
and provides them the right experience and hooks them up with the products or services that they've actually gone to the website looking for and then that the website's able to um, then deliver that product or service. Beautiful. Thank you, Jonathan. Now we'll hand it over to Jason Carney and uh, let me ask a, a little bit of a different question. What makes your website so good from Dash Media? That's an excellent question, Kat. <laughs> um, uh, something that we really work hard on at Dash Media is making sure that we can deliver a really high experience to our, to our customers' customers, regardless of what devices they're using or where they're accessing uh, websites from. Um, so whether you're on a 3G phone connection and you've got a really slow uh, download speed or if you're on a uh, brand new NBN or if you're on a 27-inch high-resolution desktop monitor or... Um, an old iPhone 3G. Make sure the website uh, looks great and responds quickly no matter what device you're on. Well, thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. Now, one thing that I'm a huge fan of, as you know, uh, I do videos to bring properties to life, whether they're fun theme videos or they're serious videos. You know, stick out, you know, out of the box marketing, I think. So, you know, let me get your take on where video is going and how important it is with website and getting your brand message out there. Sure. Well, uh, video is an interesting one because it's something that is really sort of starting to hit its boom area at the moment, Peter, because as you've seen, you know, you can start to have great success using video as a marketing tool. One of the big things with that, uh, Jason mentioned the NBN has come to Australia. That means that suddenly we have the infrastructure that allows people to watch video instantly and they can just do that on their mobile device or on their desktop computer as well. Video is at everyone's fingertips. Uh, actually, I was reading a, a, a study recently uh, that sort of uh, was surveying Australian marketers to see which methods they were using online the most. And in 2014, video was actually number four. And I've got a few stats here for you, Peter, which might be of interest to you as a, as a heavy video user. Yep. Um, so 71% of marketers actually said that they use video as part of their online strategy in 2014. So we're talking about, you know, 70% of them have actually decided that video is going to be a tool we will use. Uh, and the other major sort of thing on top of this is that video uh, is as a major part of their content marketing strategy. These marketers also said that in 2015, this year, they plan to up the amount that they were spending on video advertising. So it's all, it's not just something that people are wanting to use, it's also something that the marketing world is using to, uh, is going to use more this year than they did last year. The other big thing as well that we're seeing is that, you know, well, Peter, if I ask you, what's, what's the uh, number one search engine online? Oh, it definitely has to be Google. Google, right? Yeah. Yep. What do you think's number two? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I have no idea. It's actually YouTube. Oh. Yeah. People are going to YouTube and doing research. So when you think about, well, how am I, if you're running a small business right now in Darwin, you're thinking about, well, how a customer is going to get their questions answered if they want to watch videos more than they want to you know, read pages of content, which most of us do, let's be honest. They're going to YouTube and they're using that search bar at the top. You know, think about think about the last time that you went to buy some sort of high ticket item. You know, the last time you went to buy a car or a computer or yep. something like that, you were probably looking up online reviews, weren't you? Yep. Lots of people are going straight to youtube.com, 
and typing in, you know, the model of the car review. So it's the car, we got a sound effect there. Yeah, there was a car outside, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the whole idea is that, you know, we need to be, as as business owners, as marketers of businesses, uh, we need to be thinking about what is the role that video actually plays in the way that customers are going to find out about my products, compare my products, and then ultimately choose to purchase from me. So yeah, that's a that's video from uh, for 2015, I think. Wow, yeah, absolutely, absolutely huge. Yeah, go, go, go ahead, Jason. Uh, one of the huge advantages that video has over something like a traditional uh, page with just you know a, a wall of content is that by getting in front of the camera with your products or by giving a, a visual representation of you going through uh, the services you offer is that it gives people the opportunity to have an emotional connection with you as a person. Whereas just by having raw stats or information, you don't really have that human connection anymore. And I think it's, it's a bit of a comment on society in general is that you, know, you can go online and still have a personal connection, whereas you go back 10 years, everything was done face-to-face. And we're, co- we're trying to come back around to that, and video is just a natural extension. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, actually, that leads me into, into another point as well as when we're thinking about that, I think one of the best things that small businesses can do you know, over the next couple of years in their marketing is particularly online is to find ways to humanize it Uh, and this is actually a really interesting concept because you know you know how when you're thinking about marketing Pete like you've done a lot of marketing and you uh, sometimes marketers think about well how do I target Gen Y or Gen X or the baby boomers or anything like that well what we've seen online is that there's this Uh, sort of divergence away from those concepts because those concepts are based on age they're based on how old that person is and that target audience and what we need to start thinking about is whether or not someone's part of the connected generation or the unconnected generation because one of the things about the connected generation and these are these are people who have shown a willingness to build relationships and search for products and things online uh, and using digital tools and social media tools. Whereas your unconnected generation, that's really people who are not willing to do that. They're more into their face-to-face meetings and things like that. And that's where traditional marketing really shines. But what we're finding with with the connected generation is that you know, they want to build relationships just as much as everybody else, yeah. but they want to do it online. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think my grandma's on Facebook nowadays. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think that's a key takeaway here. If we're not talking about age groups at all, mm. um, my grandparents needed a plumber about a week ago and my grandfather pulled out his iPhone to look up a plumber's phone number. So age isn't really a barrier here. It's just about uh, how how much technology or how far like into technology someone has become and how accepting they are of using that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I will hand it, speaking of iPhones, I'll hand it over to Jonathan here. Um, And let's just touch on, you know, your desktop computer and where the general trend is going to your mobile device. What what do you think there? What's your... Well, one of the things, Peter, that Jason spoke about earlier on was how important it is to have a website that's going to work and provide an experience and let people do what they're looking to do, whether they're on a tiny little device or they're on a tablet or they're on a laptop or maybe they're sitting in their lounge room um, using their, their television. Now, you know, every day there's more and more online services people can access and use through the television set. Um, and when we're talking about video, it's really important that people can, can access and do that stuff. And sometimes that means that the video isn't enough. Video needs to be used in combination 
with a transcript of that video or an article that explains and goes through exactly the same topic as the video was covering. Um, going back to that example of looking for product reviews online, the way that the best websites are doing it is you go to the review for that product and front and center they have the video featured and that video will play perfectly on every device that can handle playing that video. But, like we said, if you're on a dodgy 3G connection and you can't stream the video properly, there's also the written review sitting there right next to the video right. that anyone can go ahead and read. If the better way for them to achieve their goal, which is learning about the product, can be achieved through reading instead of watching the video. And that's what I really like about um, what you've been up to, Pete, and that's combining a blog, combining written content with video content because you get your message out there in two ways. Yeah. And, you know, search engines, they don't know what you're talking about in your video. Um, they can't tell what those key features or things that you do differently were from the content of the video. If it's not written there on a page at the same time, then it's a lot harder for people to find it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Coming back to the devices uh, topic as well, though, something that uh, we've noticed over the last few years uh, is just a generalisation that um, business to business customers, as a ratio, we tend to have um, more of their uh, clients using uh, desktop environments or more traditional computer formats. And then the moment you start going into the business to consumer uh, side of the web, it seems like there's just a massive spike in mobile usage. Uh, we have clients whose websites are viewed by up to 60% mobile devices. So really that means that only 40% of the people are seeing what you would traditionally consider to be the normal website and everybody else is looking at it through an iPhone or an iPad or some other non-standard device. Yeah, wow, that's, um, that just goes to show, you know, you know, everyone was on a desktop once in a while and now everyone's on a mobile. Yeah. Actually, another thing that we'll quickly talk about, whoever wants to answer this, boys, um, something that you know I've always tried to explain to my customers when referring you guys is about your landing pages. So can you just explain a little bit about what a landing page is? Okay, uh, so a landing page works into a much wider sort of strategy. Uh, so one of the things that works really well online is that none of these tactics that you'll use works in a vacuum. You don't sort of look at your list of things that you can do online and go, oh, I'm going to do that part. You know, because well that part doesn't work without that the other parts you know that kind of thing so the strategy that a landing page works into the landing page is a part of is typically when you're trying to generate leads or sales or signups whatever it is you're trying to do for a very specific niche part of your business you know, for instance if you were a if you were a removalist you know, you want to you've got a removalist business uh, and you want to target interstate removals. You know, you do all these other things. You do packing, you do storage, you right. do local moves, you do office moves, all these other things, but you particularly want to bolster your interstate removals, then you might actually create a one-page landing page that's all about interstate removals and has a super strong call to action just for people interested in interstate removals. And then what you do is you run some sort of campaign to drive massive amounts of targeted traffic to that one page. So a really good option here is something like Google AdWords. Yeah, you know, everyone's seen it. When they do a Google search, you've got the ads at the top of the page and also down the side, depending on the search terms that you use. 
Typically, if you click one of those ads, then it would take you to a landing page you know, that's all about that topic. So if I'm running a Google AdWords campaign around interstate removals, I type in interstate removals, and then my ad shows up, or the ad for that business, they click it, and now they're on a page that's only got content they're interested in. They're not being distracted by other services or other areas of that business that they're not interested in. And it feels like magic. It feels really easy because I need an interstate removalist. I click an ad that says interstate removals. Now I've got all my information about interstate removals and there's the phone number I call, the form I fill in, the button I click to send an inquiry or whatever the call to action is. So that's where the landing pages really come in. Well, that's for our audience. So it sounds like a website is a multitude of pages. Mm. So you can have your about section, your content, your videos, your testimonial section, section, section. Yeah. But a landing page is a one page. There it is. There's a specific call to action. Yeah. Well, what, what it's really touching on, Pete, is that you, know, you just listed out a whole bunch of features that a typical website might have. Yeah. And you know, they absolutely need to be there. The most important thing that your listeners can really take away from this conversation is just like any tool, it's really about how you use it. You know, so you know, we're, we're gonna have listeners who are in trades, who are in professional services. You could have the best hammer in the world, could be titanium plated and made out of, you know, space age meteorite materials or something super strong, never gonna break, right? Adamantium. Adamantium, <laughs> yeah. So it could, be, it could be made from Wolverine's adamantium for we care. But if it sits on a bench and no one picks it up and no one knows how to use a hammer, doesn't matter how good the tool is. Well, that's exactly right. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. But so yeah, the best thing that uh, small business people in particular can do is get some good advice on, right, well, what's my strategy? I've got this website, but how am I going to attract people to it? What information am I going to present to them? How am I going to present it to them? What's the story? What's the journey I'm going to take my users on so that they find my site for one? come onto it, establish that this site is going to hold the information that's, you know, that they're looking for, has the products they need, it's in the right location, all of that sort of stuff, uh, and then is going to establish thought leadership. You know, how are you helping this person? How are you answering their questions? What videos are you providing to do so? That kind of thing. And then what call to action are you presenting? How does this sales funnel come together uh, so that you know, it takes someone from being that visitor into being a sales opportunity. Beautiful. Well, on that note, guys, um, you know we've talk, spoken about all this stuff. You guys <laughs> certainly know your shit, if I should say so. How how can people find you? Just give us all the details because I'm sure our listeners will want to find you. Okay, well, you can uh, find us online, obviously. We have a website, naturally. <laughs> so you can uh, find us at dashmedia.com.au. You can also find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And links to those are available on our website. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the boys from Dash Media. Uh, look, I highly respect these guys, and please come out and see them. Visit their office. And where's your office address if they want to pop in and say good day? Uh, we're here at uh, Five Edmund Street uh, in the Darwin CBD. Uh, but if you jump on our website, give us a call. You know, fill in an inquiry. I'd be more than happy to speak to anyone about their uh, small business online strategy. Beautiful. Thank you. Hedley Swan, thank you Jonathan Haslett and thank you Jason Carney. Thank you so much boys. Thanks a lot for having us Pete, Thanks, it's Pete. been a pleasure. Cheers.